2: Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore, and this is Too Much To Say. Okay, yet another episode where I don't deliver the episode I've been promising me for two weeks. But by this point, you guys now know that it's because I'm releasing my song, Amy. It's produced by Butch Freaking Walker... My, I mean, idol hero, I'm trying to like not sound like such a germ, or, but I am, I mean, he's in my top three favorite artists of all time and got to produce it with him. We had to push the release date and it's just been, it's been chaotic. You know, I actually wrote the song less than a month ago, which is already crazy enough to begin with, but it's moved very fast. I'm really excited. It comes out this Friday and it's going to be amazing. Thank you guys for being patient with me on that episode that kind of tackles the song. So I decided to do this week's episode on an idea I'd kind of had for a while and something I think about very often, but I always knew I was going to do a podcast episode on this. And then I, um, uh, then I drunk texted my ex, and I know I have a boyfriend. I know I have a boyfriend. He was there. This is kind of complicated. This is where it gets a little weird, okay? <laughs> because we were having a conversation about what makes someone an ex. What defines that? Because I was saying a story, like just some some random thing, and I was like, oh, and, and you know, my ex did this, and he was like, okay, would he call you his ex-girlfriend? And I was like, I don't know. And we like kind of have this back and forth joke about that all the time. But he was like, "I wonder what they'd say," and I was like, "I wonder what they'd say." And he was like, "You could you could text them." And I was like, "I could totally text them." So that's what my boyfriend and I did the week of our um, anniversary, and um, yeah, the the results were what I expected them to be. But it, it honestly was kind of validating. Because I think that that's what sucks about having a really long thing with somebody where you're on and off or you have really serious feelings for them. But if you can't call them an ex, you sound kind of crazy. Like being like, oh yeah, this guy I was talking to, like now I'm like crying all the time and I like don't want to go out because like we just ended it. People are like, okay. Because it just sounds like really, really small, really immature. And like, why are you freaking out over a guy that you just like were talking to? But when you really think about it, all that that situation is is missing is a conversation. Breaking up with somebody that you didn't date still looks exactly the same as a breakup, minus that one thing that would have happened at the beginning. So, you know, it you spend a long period of time with them. There's a lot of energy involved in trying to make it work, and then there's a lot of energy involved in getting over it. Your heart breaks either way. Your heart doesn't care if there was a label on it. Are you kidding me? It actually kind of makes it worse sometimes. And they still behaved like they were someone you were dating. So it's confusing. And it can really kind of like... I don't want to use this term loosely, but it kind of like gaslights you. Like no human is gaslighting you in this situation, at least I hope not. But like the concept itself kind of gaslights you where you're like, oh my God, did we ever actually date? Am I actually being totally crazy for feeling all these feelings because now this person isn't in my life anymore? But again, the only thing that that takes a, a breakup from someone you weren't dating and a breakup from someone you were dating to a different level is the conversation and and just saying out loud and honestly, my roommate Emma and I were talking last week about you know labels and stuff like that, and she was like, "Oh my, oh my God! I just realized that me and my boyfriend have like never had like the talk." And I was like, "Haven't you guys been together for almost a year yet?" She's like, "Yeah, I've like never asked him like if I was his girlfriend." We just kind of started just doing it and it was I was laughing so hard and I was like I fucking dare you to text him and be like hey so like we've never really talked about it and I just like I really like you and I feel like we're kind of like having fun like what are we (laughs) like it's it's hilarious so they didn't even like get to the point where they had that conversation and sometimes guys like don't think about it as hard as we do and I know a lot of friends of mine who've talked to a guy and had that what are we talk and they're like, oh, you're, you're my girlfriend. I thought you knew that. They just think you, you would assume. But then at the same time, I hope that didn't get really loud, um, but I'm very passionate about this. At the same time, if you call them your ex and they weren't, Like they go crazy and are like, we never dated, blah, blah, blah. And I like think that some really shitty guys use that as a way to nullify your emotions. So if you are acting a little bit quote unquote crazy, which I hate that like using that word in this context, but it just means you had emotions. (laughs) But if you're quote unquote acting crazy after the breakup, they can be like, We didn't even date. And they're not wrong. But some of these breakups, quote unquote, whatever, I don't know. The the reason that I count these two guys that I texted as my exes is several dis- different reasons, but I think the biggest part is that I actually have broken up with them. Like we've had legitimate conversations where we've been like this isn't working, we can't do this anymore. Um, you know, he's like I want to be with you, but I'm just really not in that place and I, you know, whatever legitimate, legitimate breaking up conversation. So it's like, okay. And it still hurt like a breakup. Like, okay, so I'm gonna tell you two different stories. These were the great fuck boys of 2019. One was the LA fuck boy. And the other one was the Nashville fuck boy. And then one time there was this terrible crossover episode where they were both in LA at the same time and they were both texting me at the same time. And it felt like that's so sweet life of Hannah Montana, except it was like that's so fuckboy of them. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> Anyways, so Nashville started summer of 2018 and ended winter of 2020 with plenty plenty, plenty of, you know, offs in between. I mean, there was like, you know, months that we wouldn't talk because we'd be fighting. And I, it was just exhausting. And there was really only one part that we were like together and spending a lot of time together. And, you know, he's staying over and we're doing like, you know, going to breakfast and stuff. Like there was only a pretty brief period of that because I was on the road when this happened. Um, but like I cut it off and then that time he cut it off, but it was like, a, like I ghosted him the first time, but then this time, you know, that the one there was just this conversation, he called me, as was on the road and he was like, Hey, and it took like, you know, an hour to like come to this conclusion and, you know, call it off. And so I was like, did, did we just break up? <laughs> and it was so weird. Um, but it was, it was such a breakup conversation. I mean, again, all that was missing was a little label that you stick on something so there's no denying that we broke up it lasted for almost two years a year and a half right I don't know I'm bad at math did it was a long time and he would tell me things like uh, you're the only person who like understands me and I miss you and I just like feel bad that I did that but he would do it through a phone and it would so rarely be in person but then when we were talking, like he'd kiss me in coffee shops and I'm not a big PDA person. So to me, that said a lot. And I think to him, it did not mean the same thing. So that's just different, different languages. I think the biggest red flag and and moment that I knew that we were not dating was he really didn't want it to be public. And I understand wanting to be like tactful about it because we're both in the same industry. We had a bunch of mutual friends. It's kind of, you know, just trying to be careful. But at a certain point, I was like, you're not trying to be careful. You don't want people to know that you're talking to me. And that's weird. And it makes you feel like it kind of embarrassed. You're like, are you embarrassed of me? Because that's very embarrassing. And not, I'm embarrassed of myself also. And when he was off, he was not talking to me or he was like ignoring me and just, you know, whatever. Very clearly being a fuck boy. But when he was on he would just say, like, the, the nicest things and, like, just be going on and on about it. The songs he'd written about me were also, like, very intense. Um, so, yeah, I took it to heart, you know? And then it's just, oh So this is how the conversation went with him when I asked him if I was his ex-girlfriend. <clears throat> okay. I said, okay. okay, I also left out the part to them that this was a drunken game me and my boyfriend were playing because it just didn't feel like it needed to go there. Um, So I said, okay, so drunk conversation with my friends, aka argument, am I your ex-girlfriend? And he goes, I don't think so. Is this like a card game or just a talk? Maybe. I don't fucking know. Def had those feelings, but weren't like around each other as much as we talked. Hope that helps. And then Sam's like, Kaylee, that's unclear. And I was like, okay, fine. And then I said, X, yes or no? And he said, no, but like a little bit. (laughs) Which is just completely just such a great example of the communication style and the signals in this situationship. I love the word situationship.
0: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
2: Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away.
1: Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com.
2: So the other one was in L.A., and that was summer 2018 through winter 2020, and a lot of that time was you know on and off as well like and also it was like when i go out to la we talk and i hang out and when i go back to nashville like eventually we kind of end up not you know talking but there are periods where we talk on the phone for like two hours every night and like be constantly texting and like really in know about each other's lives and emotional state and whatnot one time he got a little drunk and he told me he loved me. That was hilarious. Tried to play it off like he was kidding. Definitely don't think he was. Um so so that made me think that we were, you know, kind of maybe maybe dating. And also, another thing that I'd like to point out is like I, even though I thought like maybe we were dating, like I wasn't being delusional being like, "Oh my god, I'm dating this guy." But it it felt like it felt like it. And there were points with him too that I was like talking to other guys too because he was so far away and like we'd never had the conversation but I wasn't treating this like I was in a relationship I just want to clear that up but anyways so he got drunk and said I loved you he told me that he told his mom about me so I was like okay I would oh it takes a lot for me to tell my mom about someone and we actually like ended up having a breakup conversation where he was like I really have feelings for you but I he was like I can't love someone when I don't love myself. And I was like, that was pretty fair and definitely was not wrong. Um so <laughs> this is how that conversation went down with him. I literally said pretty much the exact same thing. So okay, so drunk conversation with my friends. AK argument. Argue my ex. And then I said, does it count? And is there a distinction between ex and ex-boyfriend? And he goes, great question. Honestly, I never knew the real difference in what it takes to become an actual ex. And Sam was like, that's not clear. And so again, I was like, okay, so are you my ex? And he said, I guess so, kind of, sort of. Do you consider me an ex? And I was like, well, I wrote a song about it called LAX. So yeah, And he goes, great song, by the way. I mean, yeah, we dated without the title, I guess. And I was like, I love winning. (laughs) And the biggest takeaway I had from those two conversations was how quickly they fucking texted me back like that, like within seconds. And I'm like, I remember when I used to sit around and wait for like four days for a text, like a response. And then as soon as you have a boyfriend, they're like, oh my God, I was like, I'm going to punch a hole in a wall. Like, and, and I had also told myself like, you know, oh you know maybe they're just like bad at texting like they don't have their phones and like, oh. no they had their phones they super had their phones and they just didn't want to text me back and it was that simple um also my favorite part about this is like within the next two days both of them randomly found a reason to text me and I was like I, I have a boyfriend this was a joke with me and my boyfriend and I, I didn't say that I just like you know I was like uh oh cool and like left it I'm not about to be like I have a boyfriend so you can't text me and tell me you're excited to hear my song cause like it was innocuous enough so my point with that isn't so much that they were like I'm still into Kaylee they were like texted me back really fast and texted me first and I there were times that I would have killed I don't know what I would have killed. I hate that term. I wouldn't kill anything. I'm a vegetarian. Okay, there are times that I would have done many things that would humiliate me, and I actually did, um, to get a text first or to get a text back. And so now it's just so easy. Clearly, I have feelings about this. I'm curious as to y'all's stories about breaking up with someone you never dated. It's very real. It's very weird. And... I wouldn't wish it on anybody because, again, when I was going through this, I had some very real feelings for these two different guys at different points in time. And when I was really sad about it being over, I was like, I feel insane. And also the Nashville fuckboy, I wrote so many songs about that, like so many. And he told me when Open Book came out that he was like, I was kind of pissed because, like, you know, there weren't any songs about me on there. And I was like. What the fuck? <laughs> they both clearly have some egos and I've used to definitely have a type. Um very happy with where I'm at right now, but uh, it's it's so funny cuz when I you know started planning this podcast, I was super single. I was a total shit show. I was, you know, I was in the middle of all this. I mean, literally I stopped talking to the LA fuck boy, um like mid-January of last year and I stopped talking to the Nashville fuckboy the day I met Sam so I remember so distinctly like I had stopped responding to him and stopped trying and so then he texted me like five times in a row which he would have never done but it's because I ghosted him and I was at a bar with Sam like we'd only been hanging out like three days and I looked at my phone and I just flipped it over and I just didn't respond and then I was like oh my god I really like this guy So these are like pretty, pretty recent. So when I was planning this podcast, that's where my brain was at. And, um, (laughs) I thought that this podcast was going to be a lot more of me talking about being a shit show. So it is definitely a little bit interesting to be talking so candidly and so publicly about my exes or whatever the fuck you want to call them when I have a boyfriend. So I I want you guys to just kind of know that, um, there's a, there's a clear understanding within my relationship about it, about how this relates to my job, about how I'm going to write about it. And it's, it's really amazing to be able to communicate so clearly because exes are sensitive topics and I am still singing songs about mine. Um, I also think that when it comes to certain songs, a little bit of distance between the situation and yourself can really help give you some clarity on it. And I definitely don't feel that inspired to write about my exes, but sometimes like in therapy, I'll have a epiphany and I'm like, Oh my God, that's why that happened. And I'm not angry about it anymore. So I can write a way more clear headed song. And I know that this is hard to believe, but (laughs) my song, Amy, I had had that idea back in the summer slash fall of 2018, like when it was happening, when she had just done that to me. And I never wrote it. I kind of didn't want it. I wanted to pretend that it hadn't happened. So I ended up finishing the idea like less than a month ago. And I know that that sounds weird because it's like, oh my God, why do you still care two and a half years later? But it's because I finally felt like I could write about it and just tell the story and not write a song that's just like, Amy, you're a fucking bitch, you know, because that's that doesn't help anybody. And it's really candid and it's really weird. But, you know, I've heard from a lot of people who've been in a similar situation. It really hurts. There's not a whole lot of songs out there about it. So that's what music is supposed to do is let you know you're not alone in your crazy bullshit drama. And this just so happened to be my friend sleeping with my ex. Anyways, I hope you enjoy my song that comes out about my friend sleeping with my ex It's called amy. It's out this friday. It's produced by butch walker I'm gonna go a lot more in depth on it next week on the podcast, which I promise i'll actually do this time You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for listening and just giving me a place to to do this I'm, i'm very very thankful and i'm feeling extra thankful today. So Love you guys. My name is kaylee Shore, and this is too much to say
0: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is!